0: there we are folks waving our hands in the air a sign of unity (laughs) i've got anna and mike uh, tonight chris is joining us later um we're using some new tech this week hopefully might clean the sound up a bit I can't remember if I asked last time, but it's worth asking again, Anna, did, did they did they play this at the start of the game, the home games you were at recently where they had the. Both,
1: both of them. Yeah. So obviously the first time against Frankfurt, we there was no rule saying you can't sing. So we were singing and singing. And then at the Stuttgart game, they had the ordinance changed. So there was no singing. Um, so we sort of didn't know what to do <laughs> because we were like, do we sing? or do we mime or do we just sort of stand here with our arms waving in the air like doing, you know, like YMCA or something. Um, and It was very confusing, but they did play it. It was just very odd. The Stuttgart game was awful. Like the game was awful. The atmosphere was awful. I felt awful. It was just bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, is the, this is the one where the photo of you went viral. <laughs> oh, God. Are you looking annoyed <laughs> in the crowd?
1: so yeah look, that was the one so
0: want to not, the wrong word isn't it you were looking very despondent mm-hmm.
1: yes yeah it, so there was three factors of that one we were losing 2-0 two it was bloody freezing and three I had the most horrendous hangover so mm. um I was like sitting there trying not to throw up so um yeah. all
0: the combinations there
2: ah <laughs> uh, manpa no tire.
1: more manpa <laughs> I still don't so, remember what happened to me, you know.
0: Yeah, well, I think it was a time, <laughs> it was a time where we were all being driven to drink, anyway, wasn't it? Like, I think, I think there was sort of like a bit of a civil war, it, certainly in her, her to UK. What's that <clears> group <throat> about? Does Bruno <laughs> stay? Does he go? And I, you know what? I I was I started off I was very much about he's going to do all right, he's going to be all right, and then it was like two losses on the bounce. I was thinking. Time's running out here. Time's Mm -hmm. running out. And then we had uh, the one-all draw with uh, Wolfsburg. And then uh, we crowbarred that into a win at the weekend against Augsburg. And actually, the things that people said, that we've had a tough opening start and now we're starting to play the teams we should be beating, perhaps that prophecy's coming true. What do you think, Mike?
2: Yeah, yeah, I've got to agree. I, I'm not, you know, I, I do think he needs to be given some time. I, we did set a, a, a poll up online um, a couple of weeks ago, just off the back, really, of history and hater. you know, in, in the past. We have um, wielded the axe quite quickly into managers' careers. And when you see the amount of games we've lost on the bounce, you start asking, and the money that's been invested, you start asking the question, is this going to happen again? Um, the, the results were were, were really good. Twenty eight percent said that Bruno should go. Seventy two percent were behind him. And and I think if we look at the last two games, as you say, Wolfsburg and then uh, the game at the weekend against Augsburg, it's it's maybe the right decision. Uh, and maybe it's good that Hertha haven't acted like they have in the past. And and uh, and axe the manager this this uh, this quickly into the season. There were oh. a few comments though about Preets, which which we may get to, as um, he has been around f- throughout all these managerial changes. At least in, in the near ten years I've been following here, and obviously you, Mark, you've been following even longer than that. And Anna, and over the last couple of years, you've seen quite a few managers come in as well. Oh yeah. He's the one constant that's been there throughout and he's involved yeah. in a recruitment, which I know Anna will have some stuff on as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know he was a club legend and, and a great player for, for Hertha, but is it time to maybe look and, and get someone in that role that's, you know, qualified to take the team where we want the team to be? Yeah,
0: yeah. I, think, I, I think it's interesting. Obviously, you, um, you know, mentioning my grey hair and balding head, <laughs> So I can remember the Hernesic era before uh, before Preetz and that was that was even worse than this. You know, that was wow. a very cha- that that was a very so challenging time. It was like, with
1: with Hermes, uh, I kind of get the idea that he uh, he did well, and then it all sort of crumbled very quickly.
0: Yeah, I think it, yeah. I think it felt like a, a a dictatorship, especially especially with his brother was also chief executive at, at Bayern Munich. Yeah. as well so there was always that kind of he was in his brother's shadow and he was um trying to trying to uh, uh be this strong leader in yeah. in the capital city club and obviously the, the club's never not without turmoil I think that's what like, what we we've grown to love about the team <laughs> yeah um, but but um th- things are un- under Preach, I think things have really professionalized and th- th- mm-hmm. I think it's this Perhaps this is a watershed moment, really, in that people have um, recognised that we can't keep changing the manager. So something else will have to change, and it's whether Priest reflects on his own performance and, and, mm-hmm. and sees the desire to, to change himself or develop himself as, as a, uh, um, you know, as the, the sort of figurehead of the club, or whether whether he uh, feels. That, yeah. that he's doing everything right and he shouldn't be questioned i think that this is this is time the time when characters tested yeah but um be interested to hear what other people think about that but.
2: yeah we did actually have a few comments on facebook there was a daniel super dude who's a regular poster on the uh, forum and debate page you know, hey super he, dude <laughs> he, he said at the time you know for for uh, Labadie, you know definitely not give him a chance uh, you know, they were looking to get all the players to learn German, yeah. which is something that, that I know Anna's mentioned before on the podcast. Yeah. And then to look at the 10th match day, which again on the private WhatsApp, it's almost as if that's your alter ego online, Anna. It says all the same things as yourself. You know, I the have upcoming a, games. I've
1: two minds, you
2: know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're at the time Wolfsburg, Augsburg. So we've got four points already there. Yeah. Um, obviously, Dortmund's coming up, but then Leverkusen. Oh. And the uh, the small matter of Unión. Then
1: we have in a row, I believe, uh, a load of fixtures including Cologne, Schalke, Mainz, Bielefeld, uh, and a lot of clubs to Freiburg. So teams below us, you know, um, that are not performing great. or when all those were in
0: a European spot.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but this is the thing. If you look at the difference between Herta and Union's fixtures, they've played only one team that's sort of top six and we've played three or four. So you look at that and it's like, whoa, we've played so many teams are difficult to beat. No wonder we haven't done it. But coming back to Preetz, it's an interesting thing about Preetz because I was reading uh, Preetz and Labadia, because this was something I picked up on the other day. I think the guy at... Uh, Wolfsburg, the managing director or sports director of Wolfsburg, has more problems with his managers than Preetz has with his. So um, if you've noticed, like Labbadia uh, wanted to stay at Wolfsburg because he would got them into Europe and he got kicked out because he had a falling out with the managing director at Wolfsburg. Now it appears that even though they're getting some wins, um, that this director is now also in sort of an argument with Oliver Glasner, who is now the manager, the coach at Wolfsburg. I don't think Preetz is like that. I don't think he's someone that goes looking for trouble with the coaches. I think he tries to resolve the problems, but sometimes the coaches just aren't good enough. In terms of Labadia, I think what people said at the beginning was Give him what he wants. Give him the players he wants. Give him time. Don't get involved with the um with the professional training side of things, the football side of things. Just do your job and let him do his, and the relationship will be fine. Well, so on the back that, of
2: that, yeah. um, funnily enough, I'm with Mark saying as well about uh, Preetz maybe looking at his own role. Uh, one of the other comments that came in from Stephen Carter was to say, like I'm beginning to think Preets could be at the root of the problem. His constant refusal to go big. Windhorst investing in 300 plus million euros in the club and not yeah. just for the fun of it a top six spot should, should clearly be their goal and that should be communicated otherwise what's the point
1: the problem with that is that the recent news that came in regarding the Windhorst money was that he's actually withheld his latest payment of money because most likely because of the coronavirus crisis because he's a businessman he needs to ensure his business doesn't collapse he can't just be giving that money to us so he needs to not just ensure that you know, we're going in the right direction, but he needs to know that his investment is safe. That doesn't mean that we're going to be successful. It is that he needs to know that I'm not investing in a dead weight that's not going to not get me any money. And because of corona, we're not making any money because we don't have fans, because we don't have events, because we can't get people in the stadium. We're losing so much. He's not getting his investment back. So he needs to wait for the process for the coronavirus crisis to be over before he sees that input come back. So I can understand why he's withholding the money, but it explains why Prince didn't mm-hmm. go for the big names in the transfer window, like we thought he would.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you think they've done the right thing then, going for say the amount of of players that they've gone for, or could they have gone for maybe just two or three big name players to change the team? Do you think it was the right thing to still build the squad a bit more, considering the departures?
1: I think it was. I think it was the right thing. I mean, it, it was an interesting comment by him when the whole problem with um. Uh, Jeff Rene Adelaide came up with when the price just kept going up and up and up and eventually Preach just sort of said no I'm I'm not doing this anymore um, screw it forget it it's done I'm not going to do it um, it actually took a, quite a lot of courage to him to, for him to actually say I'm not going to be you know milked like a cow because someone wants money off me so he, I think he did the right thing um, and instead he looked at alternatives like we've got mm-hmm. Genduzi came in and he's on loan so it's not even going to cost that much mm-hmm. money
2: i I I think i think it's smart in the times as well because a lot of the clubs in germany have sold star players and not reinvested because they just simply don't have the money where we have but i guess it's important not to blow it all in one go while a pandemic's on
1: yeah and i think um a lot of neutrals have said the same thing so commentator kevin hatchard who, who commentates on the bundesliga said um something on another podcast a very good podcast i think it was um I think it was stylecast which is a very popular podcast where he said that he he doesn't he said what i just said which is how to have the money but they don't want to be taken advantage of which is why they've done what they did mm. so Steve. he said yeah and also he's he's a neutral but you know he knows i'm her so um i always like joke are oh, we going to get relegated like you'll be fine you'll be fine i've seen enough of you and i'm a neutral like you'll be fine trust
2: me it's the <laughs> second most popular bundesliga podcast isn't it
1: Starcast. Yep. Behind this
2: one.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: They'll be they'll be talking about us right now.
1: (laughs) I mean, going back to what Mike said at the beginning, before the preets thing, which was um, the the fixtures that we had, um, and the results, and and like what you said, Mark, about being really sort of uneasy about the way it was going before the last two games. I keep saying this that um, we. This is when we were arguing on the chat as well. Not arguing, but discussing, you know, on the chat that we were saying, but I said that you we need time, but you've got to look at the fact that I think to like kind of like last year, is always a victim of circumstance. Mm. So we get the first win against Bremen. We play against Frankfurt. OK, it didn't go well, but you learn your lesson. Um, the next week we have Bayern. Um We should have got a draw. We were unlucky with the penalty being given. But then we had a two-week international break and 13 players, which is the third most out of any club in the league, went missing on their international break. They have to go to another team with more teammates, different different strategies, different tactics, uh, into corona countries where the virus is there. They have to play three games in 10 days and then come back they had one day of training. Three of those players were coming from South America and arrived back in Berlin on Thursday afternoon. They had to train on Friday and then play on Saturday afternoon. Mm. So we had a team. I was at the Stuttgart game. The team we, at 60 we lost minutes. Piontech. Exactly. Piontek, um, we lost him for the Braunschweig game. So we, we, at the Stuttgart game, we all turned around at each other at 60 minutes. It was like, is it me or does this team just look like. They, they just look absolutely shattered. They don't they don't look active. They don't look aware. So they looked really tired. And Labadeo was even saying, you know, why are we playing international games at this point? I have no team to train. I've got five players from the first team that are actually here to train with me. So what am I supposed to do? I can't go over the analysis of the game that we played last time. Hi, Chris. I can't go over anything. I can't train my team. Chris, you there?
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Hiya. Yeah. Uh, can I, think, I go through uh, my rant? Can I get through my rant, please? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but that's what I was saying. Um, the, the international break really screwed us over. The next week after Stuttgart, we had Leipzig, right? We should have got a draw. We had circumstance against us again. We had a referee, Tobias Stieler, who even people that don't support Hertha said, what the hell is he doing? Why has he sent someone off for two yellows in, in four minutes? Like, any other... If you'd had Dennis Itakin referee in that game, it would have been completely different. We would have been at 11 men, you know, for the entire game. We lost to Leipzig. Then... But the thing is, we played better. Week later, we played Wolfsburg. We should have won. Mm -hmm. We... After 40 40 minutes into that game, for the rest of that game, Wolfsburg didn't have a single shot. We had had about 25. So we should have won.
2: You, you, Mark, and and Chris, and yourself, Anna, it. I think what's been mostly disappointing for me was after beating Werder Bremen away first game of the season i just yeah. feel like the losses to frankfurt and stuttgart we should be winning them games and we're, yeah. we're losing you know 2-0 and 3-1 but then we go against bayern and it's 4-3 we score three goals in, in bavaria we we go yeah. and score at leipzig with a with a man down and it's 2-1 so from one week to the next, I'm feeling, you know, oh, that, that's great. You know, against one of the best teams, we put a really good performance in. We've yep. not won, but, you know, these results will come. And then a week later, we play a team that was in the Zweileiga you know, two seasons ago, and we can't beat them.
1: But I then again, be... like I said, the Stuttgart game, for me, was extraordinary circumstances mm-hmm. because...
2: Oh, I agree. we had
1: like, We had, like, 13 players that, that literally had played three games in 10 days each and that's that's gonna kill like that's killer for anyone so you know Boyata made like four or five mistakes that he would never make if he was 100% fit and focused and even Mittelstedt, Maximilian Mittelstedt who didn't even go anywhere in that time in that 10 in that two weeks of international games he said we weren't well prepared for it at all because we couldn't be there was no one to train with they were training with with the under-23s and the coaches, you know, fitness coaches, that's how that's how sparse the team was. They had, a, like, one day, that's six hours worth of training to look over it, it, the last game, everything. It's just
2: frustrating that the games fell. Games that w- ideally we would be winning have fell at them times, yeah. especially especially because we know as, as great a performance we put in against the big teams, they're the games that we may not win. And then you go and lose the other games because of these circumstances as well. It just puts us in in a tight spot. Yeah. And now we've got Dortmund after this next break, which is never going to be easy.
1: Is Chris coming in? Chris?
2: I'm here. Okay, we can't see you, but
1: we we can hear you, but we can't see you.
3: Yeah, I can't get this thing to work, but never mind.
1: You can hear us though, right?
3: Yeah, I can hear you. You're renting, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone can hear Anna come,
1: come and join us Chris Come and join us
3: in our rant No Look, I just um, to... Yeah apologies I haven't picked up the start of your uh, Of our, our discussion but, um, I was really pleased with the goals That we scored at the weekend Really yeah. pleased
0: yeah.
3: Um, I know we got you could say lucky Luck of the draw whatever good defending With the offside goal and My word didn't he take that well that striker But um I think Biontek's goal in, in particular, Oof. the build-up play, it was yeah. quick, sharp, uh, decisive passing, and the finish was absolute pinpoint. I just thought, yeah, that, that, that's Herter. And that it reminded me back to um, lockdown Herter when yeah. uh, Bruno was at his pomp <laughs> early <laughs> days, and yes. it, at his peak, and um, I sound, I was thinking about this earlier, I sound in, incredibly fickle. I've never really characterised myself as fickle before, but um, I'm back in Team Bruno. I'm, yeah. I'm back with Team Bruno.
1: Told you. Because so, that's how
3: <laughs> we can play.
2: Yeah. yeah. We 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 didn't really name who was who was out for Team Bruno, but I think Mark, myself and, and you, Chris, were, were kind of in the camp of it's not quite working out, but we have come back over, haven't we? Me, yeah, and, uh, I mean, Bert. To
1: me I, and Bert are in Team
2: Bruno, absolutely. Yeah. To, to
0: explain but, my position on it specifically, it wasn't so much... Because his foot, Bruno's football is quite good and we score lots of goals and that's qu- quite good. But there was, yeah. some. what got me questioning whether he was going to be fired was simply the level of investment the club has had. And I was just that's thinking, mad. well, somewhere along the line, uh, Vindhorst is going to want his return on investment. And yeah. he's going to be more and more looking at the league table. So if he's going to do it, him just get on with it, you know. And and then, so that was that was kind of my mood about it. It wasn't like about Bruno himself. Yeah. It was like this is this is yeah. stacking up badly against well, Bruno, and it's it more turmoil.
1: The only the only thing that that Windhorse can actually do is is um sell his shares. He can't just, he can stop investing money, but he can't exactly just walk off. He has to sell his shares to someone. Um, And that's the one thing we can't control is who he sells those shares to. But he won't make an investment back until all this COVID stuff is finished because of the fact we're not making any money. The only money we make is the TV money. And even that might not be enough. That's not enough to sustain. That's
0: that's even more pressure, really, if you think about it. He's going to want... Champions League qualification to recoup his investment, yeah. and that, so, so so I'm just saying keep... from from that sense, it's just additional pressure yeah. on on the coach, and oh. the 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 opportunity. The the thing is, if if uh, we hadn't got the recent results, and by recent results I mean one win and one draw they they it, he it would have just been a further what what's happened is it, the sliders stopped and we started to move forward again whereas the yeah. risk was if we'd lost those two games Vindholse oh, would probably be looking at the league table thinking oh, this, mathematically I can't I can't recoup any money this season no. now yeah or, or this is my last chance to get somebody in who's going to Change to bring up. in big Sam
1: Allardyce or
0: so whatever.
2: Yeah, why not? <laughs> yes, big, big Sam. Sam. I, no, you got one, it wrong, big Sam. One of the uh, one of the things that that was on my mind with the whole thing is well, I felt like the it didn't look like there was a lot of bonding between the players when he were on the pitch either. But I yeah. saw a change in it in the last game. I really did because poor Piontek you know, he called but had come in, took his place in the starting lineup. He, oh yeah we were unsure whether he was going to do the job and he missed a couple of good chances at the weekend he really did but the one thing that i noticed was the players w- were looking for him and he wanted to give him that opportunity and when he scored it that was the Piontek that was scoring goals for ac milan mm. i mean that yeah. was a pure predator's finish yeah
1: the, the, he the, hit the, the way post. he scored that. Mm-hmm. He hit the post and if you oh. look at
2: when he Did you see poke. his face when he hit it? it, it he was, was so from. angry. He
1: like, was like, "What God,
2: have I got to do? What have like, I got to do?" And
1: please do you exist, you know? He was so angry. But the thing is, he got into that position in the first place. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have scored, yeah. But if you look at, you know, he's got two defenders either side of him. He looks like he's leading backwards, so his shot is ever so slightly off. So it was so unlucky because if he'd been completely on balance, that probably would have gone in. But but it the just goal, the goal he scored
2: was, was outstanding. Was and you could tell when it went in that you could see the weight lifted off his shoulders. You'd see how much it meant to the rest of the players as well. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and the, that could be a turning point for him. It really could.
1: It, yeah, Labadier said about Piontek was that what he needs to do is he needs to get himself into the position that we can actually help him. That the team can help him. And that's exactly what he did for that last goal. He made sure he was in his own half so he couldn't be offside. He was in space. He knew where the space was. He ran with it. And as soon as any defender came near him, he hit it. And it was a perfect shot.
2: So, I think it's, it's, a, it's a difficult job to be a lone striker sometimes, though, as well. And I think at times when I've seen him play... He, he, he'll come deep for the ball because maybe it's not coming forward as quick as he'd like but he's not yeah. the type of player to turn and take people on I think if you give him a good through ball to run on to, he's great yeah. I think if you like like Obisovic if he's in the box and you can find him he can finish with one touch but yeah. I think sometimes be, if he's feeling isolated like a lot of so, so <clears throat> strikers feel they try and get into the game in other ways that ends up working against them yeah, yeah. got, play, got, a, got play to play got to play. midfield. Yeah. Yep. And some strikers can do that, but, but
3: I don't think he's that type.
1: Mm. Cordoba's one of them, no, you,
3: so you want him on the I think you want him on the last man being a bully. Mm-hmm.
1: What Cordoba uh, fro,
2: oh, yeah, no, uh, fro, uh, throw
3: throw his weight around.
2: Piontek needs to be just on the six yard box for me.
1: Piontek is uh, a little bit less rough than Cordoba.
2: He's... So
1: he's uh, less physical.
3: Um, yes, sorry, I mean Cordoba on the last man being a bully. Yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
3: Running them ragged for ninety minutes and then.
1: Piontek he is, he is
3: so Piontek is, is our very own, you know, Gary Lineker, Fox in yeah. the Box.
1: Fox in the box, yeah. Someone that runs onto like you said, he ran onto that ball. Mm-hmm. You know, he ran onto it, took yeah. it on don't, it, give, don't give him
2: it back to goal Ask him to turn and take players on Because that's not going to be his game But you nah. give him a ball to run onto, direct, straight to the goal He will finish
1: And Cordoba's the opposite Which is why mm-hmm. they kind of work They might work together if you had to up front mm-hmm. But obviously now Cordova's uh, He's going to be out mm. until after Christmas
2: I just don't know if we've gonna... got the midfield To do that though, what do you think? Do you think we've got the midfield well, uh... to play for Against some of these other teams?
3: I was just going to say that I thought um, the Arsenal boy, Gwendozi. I thought he gave us good balance, actually, in the clips that I saw. I mean, admittedly, I didn't see the whole game, so I can't really comment. But the clips that I did see, yeah, I thought he anchored that midfield well. And actually, I wouldn't mind seeing us have a go at two up top. You can't now because Cordoba's injured, but I wouldn't mind seeing us two up top with those two.
0: I, I mean, think we, I definitely think we our midfield felt better this weekend. I think yeah, yeah. The, the word anchor is probably a good one. Yeah, I mean, that, that it it's also like um,
1: a good point with Gendozi, Like you said, to see him and Toussaint play together because obviously Toussaint's is injured, so you've only seen one or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who do you push out? Do you push out Stark or the reader? Because Stark played very, very well in that sixth role. Oh, my God, I yeah. said something nice about him. Um, <laughs> He'll
2: be tuning He'll be in just, on the, on the I, base. I, I think it'd be difficult to take to change that midfield now. I, I think Toussaint has looked all right. I think he's got some brilliant... He's, he's got a great and range. He can switch it either side really well. But there's other bits of the game that, I, that I'm not too, totally sold on yet. I think he could be stronger. I think it, there's a little bit too much sideways and backwards with him. But I think yeah. having Guendouzi in there was... Forwards. Totally different. He was going forward. I, thought, I yeah. agree. I thought Stark had, had his best game in a long time. And, and he had a couple of good chances as well. A couple of good headers. So
1: unfortunate, yeah. I think also, um, he's not been perfect, but I actually think Aldereta's has done quite well. Yes. In fact, he's just come in. Um, He's never played Bundesliga before. He doesn't know the language. So, you know, it's very difficult for someone to just come in and play. I think he did very, very well. But <laughs> against, uh, was it Wolfsburg? I think it was Wolfsburg... <laughs> that penalty incident where he just went down <laughs> and you were like, oh, nobody's okay. touched you. Why yeah. have you fallen over? Um,
2: uh, I think these players sometimes it's forget VARs around. It's like, you know, they yeah. are going to look at this, you're not going to get away with it. So... I thought it was an important result for Swallow as well to get a clean sheet. Oh uh, yeah. I, th- I thought Plattenhart had his best game in a long time as well. He's not the quickest player. And I think that's why middle stack gets ahead of him from time to time. But I know there's like Luca Nets coming through who's really, really highly thought of. So yeah. it may just be that, you know, the the future at left back's not something we really need to worry about.
1: Yeah. And the uh, and weirdly enough, um, talking about young players coming in, Martin Dardai played yeah. for the first time because Boyata apparently had a, a little injury. Although Belgium don't care because they've taken him off to Belgium's international games. Um we don't know what injury it is, but he might not play for Belgium. But it's interesting that you know little Dardai has come on for the first time ever for the mm. professional side, and uh, I didn't get to see him play at all because I didn't get to see the game in full. So I don't know if he did anything remarkable or if he was if anyone noticed anything. No, it would, but,
0: it, 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 from the yeah. articles that I read in uh, BZ, he. He he was warmly received simply because of his surname.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> but of, of but course. actually but actually it was you know took to it like a duck to water no no issue. Yeah. Bright future I hope you know that's uh, it's, it's nice that this family legacy continues mm-hmm. I think. Took uh...
2: to it like a dardai to her to.
1: <laughs> Connie <laughs> ha. Nah. It was uh, that game against Augsburg. Yeah, we got lucky. I think the second <clears throat> goal from Nuka It was people say it was luck, but at the same time, what you've got to look at it as is because the defender obviously touched it into Bacchio's path. The cross from Piante was so difficult to deal with that he made the error. So it's not just an error by the by the defender. It's a good ball in, and he, he can't clear it.
2: It's full play was, control. Yeah, I thought the way he got in between the defenders yes. and then flicked it just, just to the left, to the goalkeeper mm, as well. He mm. still had the job to do with, it, with the on-rushing goalkeeper to put yeah. it in a position where he wasn't going to get I thought he'd, he'd finished it well. I think he's guilty sometimes of of some poor finishing. I think that's possibly something that he needs to work on, but I thought he took that really, really well.
3: But yeah. again as well, it was nice to see him in a central position actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, his, his yeah. pace obviously uh, lends itself to the wing, but um. With Cordoba out, if they did want someone to lead the line and
2: mm-hmm. yeah. be absolutely be that sort he, he of can play though,
3: Ram, he Left, can, can't right, he? right hand
1: side, right hand side, isn't he? Luca Bakio. You could have Dil Rosson in that right hand wing position because he can play right wing as well. So you could put then Luca Bakio up front, like you said.
2: I think I think in a modern or modern game they like to have these inverted wingers. the the cut in, the play yeah. play on the weaker side and cut in then on the stronger foot, yeah. which, which which provides you know a bit more ammunition as well yeah
0: yeah do you think um just just moving things on a little bit is is this international break coming at a bad time for us no (laughs) just just let me set my stall out and then you can say no
1: (laughs) no i'm I'm, I'm yes on this one and i'll tell you why
0: (laughs) i think it's i think it's coming at a bad time because we're just starting to pick up points and get some momentum
1: uh I don't because it's Dortmund next. Mm-hmm. So if you if we were playing a team that was around us and they had no international players to so say like we're playing Freiburg or Hoffenheim or someone that was beatable and we had to play it with thirteen players coming back from international duty that again will be tired like they were up Stuttgart game, then I would say no, but it's Dortmund and we're expected to lose to Dortmund, so it doesn't bother me at all. We, we get, know them, it's a... get them back a week later because like I said international break happened Stuttgart we lost then we played Wolfsburg we Drew because they had a whole week to train etc then they came back beat Augsburg after Dortmund I think we've got have we got Leverkusen after Dortmund or is it something Sorry, else yeah. in between because I can't remember but if you're going to have a game against someone after having an international break it might as well be someone that you know you're probably going to lose to get it well, out of the way get Dortmund it done to
2: home Leverkusen away, Union yeah, at home, and Gladbach yeah. away. They're, oh, they're not shit. easy games. It, it sounds
0: quite tough to me, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. I think.
1: Yeah. I, drop, I, okay. I part of the bus against Dortmund. Yeah. Part of the bus
0: against
3: point.
1: Leverkusen. Beat Union. Part of the bus against Gladbach. Six and
3: then go to the easy five. games. <laughs> and as, as a potential
2: benefit, think, um... potential benefit for this international break, I know Cordoba's injury is not great. But I suppose it's it, it, it's games that we're not missing while he's out. Mm. So let's let's say he's out for a month instead of missing four or five games. I know it's going to be longer than that probably, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he yeah. may only miss two games. So it, it may be that, it, that that potentially works for us. But I agree with Mark. I think when we've just picked up four points from two games, the last thing we want now is a two-week break.
3: Yeah, I agree.
1: I think the worst yeah. thing would be if we were playing Unión after this break or <laughs> someone else. That would have been worse. But because, like I said, because it's Dortmund, mm. I, I don't. I, I'm never confident against big teams, although we tend to do well against them. They won't have that many players on international break. They're more than likely going to beat us. But after that, you've got a whole week to get these players recovered and go for the next one, and then the yeah. results pick up again. I so guess, I,
0: guess, I guess my take on that. I'd be interested to. So you've just predicted we'll get six points out of those games, Anna, because you're ever the optimist. No. <laughs> Can't no, admire no, you. Oh, no.
1: No, no. We'll lose to Dortmund. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll try and draw against Leverkusen and Gladbach, and then we'll beat Union. Easy. There you go. Okay,
2: will, will it be like points. what we've seen so oh, far yeah, this season? Oh, yeah, six points. Or... You're right. You're
1: right. Six points.
2: Six yeah. points if you get a draw against Dortmund. <laughs> will, will it be like it what awesome. we've seen this season, or where we where we really, really give a good game to Dortmund no. and Leverkusen, and, and then
1: no.
2: not play great against Union? <laughs> No. I think no, what, no.
0: what we don't want, what we don't want, is for the for the onion game to be uh, like to be consequential. Like mm. right? so we've lost the, the three games running into yeah. it. You know, that's what we really need to avoid. Mm. Even if we just pick up one win. Yeah. yeah. So like, against
1: them. They've, no, been, no, very, very, they've been very, very, very fortunate. Leader,
0: should, I should I should
1: say? I mean, we, around the time we've got all these. Teams like Bielefeld and, and Cologne and, 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 uh, and Schalke and all that, at the same, we've got them all within the same time frame. Union have got to play Leipzig, Bayern, bayer Leverkusen, Glad, uh, not Gladbach, um, Leipzig. They have to play all these teams at once as well so eventually the hard games are going to catch up with them and the easier games are going to catch up with us or the supposedly easier games are going to catch up with us
0: i just think we need to pick up the odd point here and there just to keep making some progress that's the thing which is when when mike read them out i was suddenly thinking oh that sounds a bit harder than i thought Mm -hmm. you know once we get to the
1: gladback game boom
2: (laughs) Uh, union's not going to be an easy game you know, it it really isn't just just off the back of it being a derby. We've not got a. Is it at Uni on as well? No, it's right here. It's, uh, it's here. So at least we've got a decent enough record at home against them. But look, they won five nil at the weekend. Yeah, but
1: they uh, it was Beatenford. <laughs> they don't exist. So um, <laughs> <laughs> it
2: sounds sounds like it.
0: Usually at this point in a. Yeah, usually at this when point you know, in a podcast season, we've got Mike behaving like uh. Um, the guy from Beautiful Mind with all the mathematics on the wall about how, we're gonna, how we're gonna yeah, I'm going to qualify
2: for I'm I'm scared to even look at the minute. <laughs> oh, it's Russell Crowe, isn't it? Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah, Russell yeah, yeah. Crowe. <laughs> I
0: was going to say uh, Russell Brand. Right <laughs> That's not going to work. So, I'll, I'll tell you, just to, just to uh, mention, I took part in the action an ipa thing on the uh, saturday night and i think everyone else on the call did as well so i just want to talk yeah. about that for yeah. a bit, cause it's really good
1: yeah um, i uh, appeared just before you guys because i was at work and i just snuck off for, to the toilet um and said hello and then said goodbye very quickly
2: oh, well, i've, <laughs> I've gone to the dark side and bought an iphone i've never been an apple person in all my life and i'm blaming that for the reason that i couldn't get oh, in for so no. long so i'm typing the same password i'm thinking what's going on evans what a capital <laughs> care. i'm like i'm doing it i'm it's filling it clock. in I'm doing it and then all of a sudden it, it, it let me in but I, I, we were in the middle of watching something so i only had it on briefly for a few minutes but, yeah. but what, a, what a great thing that that you know that, that people are doing
0: yeah, I think yeah. I, I think you must have left about five minutes before I joined Chris. And it was really good. Bert introduced me to everyone. I was really pleased about that. And then there was lots of chat. This was really late, by the way, because I, I uh, um, had a bit of uh, dadmin, as I like to call it, uh, to yeah. do, you know, do all the things related to getting my kids uh, successfully to bed by midnight. Well, and then uh... I I couldn't believe
3: it because I I left I can't remember what time I left but I've been on for about an hour well maybe an hour hour and a half maybe yeah um and we they had some chat um in English which was lovely of them they didn't have to do that um but they did and that just shows you doesn't it yeah um and then I saw a message from you saying but it's chucking me out and I thought oh my and this was like half eleven They're still going yeah oh, are, <laughs> are they still going. Yeah, Do you
1: know, the, what? So Do then you they know shared what time I logged on? I logged on at half past six. In the morning? And it was still going. No, in the afternoon. Uh, <laughs> I was at work. It was like half six, seven o'clock, maybe. Maybe a bit later. So like three, yeah. four hours later, it was still going. <laughs> yeah.
3: It made well, me so, realise, so. I mean. Sorry, Mark.
0: There you go.
3: It made me realise that, you know, um, uh, just how much I miss. Mm. that sort of um yeah i mean we're getting as close to it here on the podcast and thank god we are i really do enjoy it but uh, i miss that sort of football camaraderie of just having a beer even though it was french beer i was drinking having uh. a beer Ew. chatting, just chatting football and i wasn't even chatting i was just listening and i wasn't yeah. even listening to
0: it in my own language yeah,
3: yeah. i still know, oh, right
1: you're like how much I of this can i recognize it.
0: <laughs> that's what i think like it's it's good to uh um you know pick out the phrases you know and develop new phrases and uh,
3: yeah. yeah and there was a um, there was a it was just brilliant mark and there was a chap there was a chap there um i didn't get his name but i could see in his background there was a west ham shirt no way yeah, was seriously. It? So I messaged him was privately. It, um, we had what
1: did he look like, Chris? What did he look like? Was he wearing like a hat?
0: Yeah. Everyone knows what
3: uh, West Ham hat looks like.
2: Was he wearing a hat? Was he blowing bubbles?
1: <laughs> no, because I low. think it, it might have Blue been. Sleeves. Was he talking English to yeah, you? Yeah, did sunglasses. he talk English to you, Chris? I might know who it is. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Picture of the old Vic. Chris,
1: which guy was it? Was he speaking English to you? The um, guy?
2: He
3: might have been, yeah.
1: If he did, yeah. it might have been, it could have been Klaus. Klaus speaks English, but I don't know if it was him. So he's very nice. They're all very nice. Obviously, not everybody's going to speak English on the same level because they're a bit afraid. Yeah. Or,
2: yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Klaus and Bert and um, a lady called Diana, they, they they all speak really good English.
2: I think they all really appreciate our following of, of the club yeah. as well because I, yeah. I know that from games I've been to when I've got chatting to fans there yeah, the, yeah. the question's always why Herta, why not Bayern why not uh, they've got um, a huge heart Dortmund them, yeah. you know I've my, my, my Innes again as well mm-hmm. yeah I, I
3: haven't I
1: seen her be.
3: since Palace
1: who's that Innis, Innis. is that who you said
3: yeah I haven't seen her yeah. since Palace
1: yeah night. Yeah. Like, I I mean, I think um, Ines and uh, Bert and a few others, they all did little videos about promoting the action about the Kniper. So they asked if anybody else wanted to do one, just uh, not do one, but like um, <laughs> if anybody else wanted to do one, <laughs> if anybody else wanted to do a video, they should, uh, you can send it in and they'll put it on their, on their socials for mm-hmm. everyone. Which
2: you've and gone could, on, is not it?
1: I oh, did God. one. Um, And obviously most people are going to be in German because they live in Berlin, but they don't mind if it's in English because it it helps promote it even further because there's people outside of of Germany that want to that want to help. So
0: I was just going to throw out the idea, perhaps perhaps we should offer to host one and get our to UK fan base, you know, the Facebook squad, everyone dialing in on a Saturday night. After, after a game. Oh sh- sharing sharing a link just having a oh chance after
1: the derby
0: <laughs> yeah, oh idea, Mark. yeah we could meet some more more people and invite everyone who was on the call on Saturday night to the link as well. this is the magic of the internet right now isn't it We could do anything with these links marvelous isn't it mm?
3: yeah. Marvellous. Yes, <laughs>
0: technology is there anyone on this is there anyone on this call that was born before the internet apart from me <laughs> me I, i'm
2: 80 i'm 1981 so i i i remember getting the, a, a, a very early version of it and my first uh first job oh, for jacobs
0: Anna's an embryo <laughs>
1: Oi. I am. I am. Yeah. I'm. I'm a baby. I'm uh, 93, so I'm very, very young. Thank you. <laughs> I don't remember. De- no, I don't remember. I do remember in the old days we didn't have the internet, or either that, or my parents didn't want to pay for it. I don't know. <laughs>
2: when, you, when, when you're talking about the old days, what, what are you talking about? Say like 1999?
1: Yeah, something like That's that. That's <laughs> the
2: old days. I was working So,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: so Mark, yeah. Where were you when Kennedy was shot?
0: <laughs> <laughs> was that Kevin <laughs> Kennedy from Coronation Street?
2: Early <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Steve, Steve McManaman. Hey,
1: hey, 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 Chris,
2: Chris.
1: Where were you when Biden was elected president? Mm. Oh,
3: <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you where I was, actually. I was in Tesco.
1: Oh! <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. And I was, um, was I think bad. I was down the Festival, down the Festival, as you do. And, um... <laughs> I heard I heard a Karen and I can I know she was a Karen because I heard a Karen go, Oh no, that Biden's won!
2: Oh, <laughs> oh so, definitely Karen. Kind of, yeah, I, I, I was in Pennsylvania when he was elected. I was just uh, destroying some Donald Trump um, ballots that come
0: yeah. in, paper.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. writing out new ones for uh, for people like Abraham Lincoln. He voted for Biden. Yeah. Um, Andrew yeah, Jackson. I
1: yeah. yeah, it's All funny.
0: I, I thought I thought because we had a podcast coming up, I thought I'd uh, put some effort in and research any uh, Trump relationships with Ber- Berlin. and uh, oh. oh yeah, go for it. And, uh, so, so yeah, no, no, uh, no real relationship. But Good. this week, before mm-hmm. the announcement of the election had been finalised. Madam Two Swords in Berlin threw so. his waxwork in a skip. Ah!
2: Brilliant. <laughs> uh, and our very own oh, Captain Dedrick Boyatta um, oh, tweeted yeah. as well, hadn't he, or posted on uh, Instagram? Bye, bye.
1: Mm. Yeah, bye bye Trump, I think is what it said. Yeah. He was, I mean, he's obviously involved with Black Lives Matter, Dedrick Boyata, so he is thrilled.
2: The, there's yeah. been plenty of new plenty of history between u.s presidents and the city of berlin so i'm glad that there's not much between yeah. trump
0: yeah. Was, um, yeah i mean the, the the last one the significant one that that i can recall certainly was the obama's visit when he was doing his farewell tour that was massive right like, yes at brandenburg gate that was that yes. was quite something i think
1: and, um, and uh, I believe Merkel had a good working relationship with Obama, so it was yeah the connection was there. Her relationship with Trump, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever seen someone roll their eyes at the U.S. president, but she did. So mm-hmm. well done, Andy. And yeah,
3: they um they loved um they loved Reagan, didn't they? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: He, well, he he was integral with the wall, wasn't he? And and you know and telling yeah, yeah. Gorb- Gorbachev to tear it down. And obviously,
1: um, Kennedy as well, um, when he made his... Was it Kennedy's speech, I think it was? Was Yes. I am a jelly donut. Yeah, yeah, he did uh, make a speech. I'm just glad Trump doesn't have any relations. I think there was an interesting post that was going around on Facebook that was, um, Dear America uh we know what it's like to elect a leader that you know hates foreign people and divides people and tells lies etc cetera, etc cetera. you're sincerely germany <laughs> and we were like mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah i do
3: um i do need to say mark and everyone at this point that um her to uk is not a political fan club <laughs> 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 we have we have no set political allegiances and we Lying. welcome, we we welcome, Trump, <laughs> we welcome Trump, we welcome Trump to fans to the fan club just as much as Biden and anyone. Else. Just, yeah,
0: just what in case you? there is one anywhere <laughs> in the
1: world. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Trump fans. Uh, well, do what Biden did and just thank them for their support, like he did. That's what After, he
2: did. Yeah. 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 I thought the Trump fans were all hereternal.
1: Oh, no, Trump fans support Union because they don't believe in COVID either, so... Um,
0: yeah, mask-free, those guys.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Naughty. Oh,
0: Naughty. Oh. Well, I'm only repeating what I've read.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that will
0: stand up in court. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean,
1: this, the election went on about as long as uh, the opening of, of uh, Brandenburg Airport. I mean... It opens! Oh
0: my God, it's I open! Think... <laughs> yeah, I think so, it was I, nice I was... to see the images of the the, the goodbye to Tegel because it is a significant yeah. landmark yeah. between, you know, it was a corridor between West Germany and and uh, um, the United States and the United Kingdom for a long, for a long time. It's huge
2: I only so got to fly sick, there the one good. time but even the airport itself is quite cool because of the shape of it it's sick, a hexagon yeah. isn't it um, it's hexagonal yeah. Yeah. You,
1: yeah it's it's very weird you walk around and you go around in a circle like, yeah. it's impossible to get lost because you'll just end up where you started <laughs> you
3: yeah. Yeah. what are they you doing
0: know, with it like, now
1: they're knocking it down I think they're, knocking they're,
0: it... no, they're, yeah, they're looking at making it into some kind of Silicon Valley startup hub and trying to develop the space I think that's one of the oh, options because well, no, they're trying to protect the building rather than knock it
2: down.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> builds a really um, nice
2: football stadium there.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. Aren't they building our new stadium on top oh, of Tegal? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: If, it's
0: not, if it's not another Silicon Alley, it's uh, yeah. it's, t- it's our new uh, stadium. I'll give, yeah. you, I'll give you some trivia. Um, I just had to remind myself, but the uh, Tagal Airport is not actually called Tagal Airport.
1: It's called Otto Lenthal Len- no, or something. What's it called?
0: Yeah, Otto Lillenthal. That's it. Oh, yeah. Stato, Stato, Stato.
1: <laughs> I only I know
0: this because I landed there once, took a photo of um, there's a, a piece of artwork there of a guy, um, and his arms are, are, are covered in feathers, and he's got glasses on. I don't know if you've seen it's right on the on the oh, concourse yeah. it's quite a beautiful piece of art and i i did i put just landed at Tegel airport and somebody corrected me on the uh, on instagram and said that's not tagal airport that's. <laughs> so oh, okay that's,
1: yeah but technically the internet it is great? It technically, it is yeah. Tegel Airport, because the airport IATA code is TXL, so it technically yeah. is Tegel Airport, you know, And just saying. So, <laughs> so we, we've got
2: John Lennon Airport in Liverpool, but the, the tag's LPL, so it's still Liverpool. John Lennon yeah. Airport? Yeah, that's what it's called, Liverpool Airport. Wow. Imagine, Above the only sky. That,
1: but then, like, the, the, the station stop on the train... For Liverpool Airport, it's like the longest station name I've ever heard. Liverpool South uh,
2: Parkway, John Lennon Lennon, Lennon International Airport. Yeah, like what? Mm -hmm. So and it's miles away as well. It's not get off the train and walk. You need a bus. Mike, when Mm -hmm.
3: um when the when this day comes, and I hope it never comes, but of course it will. Sir Paul McCartney, what's he going to have named after him?
2: I don't know. It's it's surprising, really. the that he hasn't had anything, even now still being alive, but I don't know. There, there, there'll mm. have to be something. I, I don't think the city does enough now. Um, yeah. I, I've been watching this series called Aerial America on the Smithsonian channel, which covers different states each week, um, like little flybys over over the historical landmarks and stuff. And I think for, for the Beatles, for, the, for who they were and just how big they were at the time, I think the city mm. should be doing more. To bring yeah. tourism in, we used to have a big festival we, um, every August, but but even that's yes. gone
3: Well, we yeah. we we had tickets for that um mm-hmm. for my for my thirtieth we had yeah tickets for that um I think I told you we uh, stayed in the Beatles themed hotel you said oh is it Hard Day's Night I said no it's the cheaper Premier inversion version um and un- <laughs> unfortunately we couldn't we couldn't actually attend Beatles Week because we got our um. We moved into our house that week. Uh, the exchange happened really quickly, so we missed it. So I'm gutted to hear that Beatles Week's now cancelled. But mm-hmm. going back to Herter, what a segue this is. Herta and the Beatles. When we was in Hamburg, that, that very famous trip, Mike, I've still got the picture somewhere of you, Bego, <laughs> I think North <laughs> East,
0: mm-hmm. in the, yeah, the, sta- Beatles, in the statue. Beatles statue. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a trivia question then. How many times did the Beatles play Berlin? Do you know I'm the seen, answer to this? I'm
1: yeah. the same time. Oh, seven. Oh, Zero. I say none.
3: Zero. Zero. Shit. Oh, stato, wow. stato. Stato. Stato.
0: <laughs> Also, what? yeah, I think also I think yeah. Kraftwerk only played Berlin once.
1: And, and Bowie's <laughs> <is> famous. <laughs> Bowie is famous in Berlin. They,
2: yeah, exactly. Depeche Mode, uh U two, they you know they always play huge, huge shows at yeah. the stadium.
3: Yeah.
1: And Ram so you're Bowie.
3: you're Stan. Bowie, not Raps. Bowie. But
1: David Bowie, Bowie, Bowie.
0: Uh, Bowie, 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 not Bowie, Bowie. Bowie. Mm. Are you Bowie? When you hear his family interviewed on TV, they don't refer to him as Bowie.
1: No, I didn't think no. David Bowie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Bowie.
3: And again, then, uh, another segue here into uh, popular British culture. Yes. My favourite clip of Celebrity Big Brother. I shouldn't oh, laugh at Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Is David Bowie's ex-wife. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Bowie coming in, going... Oh, my God, David's dead. And they thought they were referring to Liza Minnelli's husband. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: David, you know, oh, my God.
3: Just brilliant. Because you've got this wonderful thing where you've got characters like Darren Day and and Gemma Collins rushing about in a panic because this absolute cultural icon...
2: I, yeah, I didn't know they David let Guest did they <laughs> just let <laughs> normal people into Celebrity Big Brother as well then? <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. Oh, and boy, then you the camera pans to David Guest, who like wakes up from his sleep and goes, "Holy Faccia!" I mean, it's just the most <laughs> surreal thing ever. <laughs> I love it.
1: And they're all
0: like, "Oh, David's not dead." Like, yeah. There uh, he uh, is. Yeah! yeah. Have you have you ever done a a Bowie tour of, of his no. landmark? Yeah, it's not not well. There is, a, I think there is an official tour, but basically, I I went to uh, the flat where he used to live, and then like the the bars where he used to drink and things like that, and put my own little tour together and the nightclub, and then I I got I got a thing going like because obviously i in the university mm-hmm. there quite a lot, so I just started saying people fancy going on David Bowie tour tonight, and just like walking around having a few beers, pointing at ten stuff.
2: Ten euros each
0: yeah yeah <laughs> no, no, should charge, really proper
2: the, the one sure thing that this proper. has just made me, and I'm sure you guys feel the same is just I just want to go back there so much it's, I'm really, mm. really miss missing it over there and and the football as well, I'm sure the same for the listeners you know once this is all sorted, we've got to try party and all get time. back over there
1: party time so was,
0: you mentioned in depeche mode because i'm a, I'm a massive depeche mode devotee, and we have this there's this thing in Berlin there's a massive depeche mode community. And uh, usually in non-COVID times, once a month, everyone meets, dresses in black, gets hammered, and <laughs> listens to Depeche Mode. All night oh, yeah. it's called a Depeche Mode party, and it's such a They're German huge phenomenon, in Berlin, aren't they? are absolutely
1: yeah. massive in Berlin.
0: It's absolutely brilliant.
2: It's like it's one got some of the great great tunes as well. Yeah. I mean,
1: I was supposed to go to a concert in Berlin in July or June. It got moved to next year, and now it's just been cancelled, completely cancelled. So they were like, oh, I'll take, my, take your money back. I was like, no, no, you keep it. No, <laughs> the events industry needs it. You keep it. I don't need it. Yeah. So, it's just everything's yeah. cancelled, you know. But I hate yeah. to say I was the one that was last in Berlin. <laughs> Sorry. but know, trust, me, been, yeah. trust, me, really trust me, You've been really
2: fortunate.
1: Trust me. Done, after that last the best game, you, you wouldn't want to have been there. Mm. It was awful. It was horrible. Like, I've never seen such a sombre atmosphere in my life there was no atmosphere it was like sitting in a big empty bowl watching tv uh, watching a tv it was so bad
2: how i mean i i my fear because obviously i was due to fly out next week so i was was going into the new airport what was that i'd get there and it just wouldn't feel like berlin because of covid
1: yeah and that's what's happening
2: did it it feel different because it's not as busy not as bustling as normal or, or or did you not really pick up on that
1: no because at the time the, you, the, you rules, were drunk on the rules had changed oh yeah I don't remember it no do you know what I can't remember I can't remember anything after uh, calling my mother to when I woke up the next day but I can still remember the game and I just wish it was the opposite way around so that I couldn't remember the game because it was the Stuttgart game so why can't I just yeah. reverse what I can remember um it depends
0: it, what you said to your mother
1: yeah. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I was like, I, I
2: Here's he was
1: like, mom, yeah. mom, what did I say to you last night? It's just like uh, you didn't make much sense, but you just kept telling me you loved me, and I was oh, like, no.
2: okay. Oh. <laughs> see, my see mom that? was like,
1: you never say that, so they were, you were quite yeah. obviously something wasn't right. <laughs> it was like...
2: my, my mom passed away a couple of years ago, but I think if I phoned her up from a foreign country and started saying that, I think she'd be on the first flight over. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she'd be thinking, I right, to no, no, yeah. get you out, get you
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. out, So
1: funny. Yeah. Apparently, I told her loads of stuff about Berlin and how much I loved it and all of this. Um, and I was like, oh, crap. And I, I, it's like, like things that I would never say to my mum if I wasn't drunk. <laughs> but I, the fact that I don't remember it is really, really upsetting me because I still remember the next day when we played Stuttgart and lost. <laughs> and I was like, no, why is this ingrained into my head? Um, the, in terms of your question, um, this is before this is before the the second lockdown was announced so hotels were still open to guests we were still on their list of uh, uh, London was still on the list of of places that you could go into Berlin without being um, quarantined obviously now it's both ways around we can't go to Germany and they can't come to us we're on each other's lists Um, there was no need to wear masks on the street Um, and Everything was pretty much the same as it was at the Frankfurt game, except that we couldn't sing in the stadium. And that was the depressing thing. So, so that it, we couldn't, it, did, we couldn't it didn't do anything. feel different oh. there. So but you know how felt. the city the city felt pretty normal. Um, the city felt the same. The game, uh, it was one of those games where a lot of people I know had not gone to the first game against Frankfurt, but had gone to this one. And yeah. they all of them we were talking afterwards and said, I'm not going back there until we get fans back in the stadium. I can't sit through I can't sit through that again. As
2: as much as I hate that, that queue for a train after the game, when there's just (laughs) thousands and thousands of people on that platform. But, that bit before the game, when you you know, if you get off the U-Bahn and you're walking yeah. up, or even if you're coming off the S-Bahn, there's no greater feeling than that walk to the stadium with your beers in hand. And yeah. there was this right.
1: weird weird moment where we were sitting at the seats, you know, with the five thousand people, social distancing, and um, obviously in Germans, Aufstellung That the team announcement, you know how it's normally done. Where you'd have one, you know, first name shouted out, fans shout the surname out. We couldn't do that because we weren't allowed to to shout or sing or scream or or cheer or whatever. So they just read it out like they would in England. But we couldn't react to it. So all we did was just clap. We just applauded. It was just yeah. the weirdest thing. Was like, Night to the theatre. Oh, in, in tour, number one, Alexander, Schwalow. It was just so weird. It's, we all looked at each other like this is horrible. Like I, no, it just it, at Frankfurt it was fine because we could at least say something and try and do something. Mm. But this game I know that we were following the rules, but I wouldn't want to go back in there just to sit down and, and just be an observer. It it was just yeah, it's not something and a lot of people. Surreal.
2: Like,
1: yeah, very, very weird. And the thing is yes, we followed the rules. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go back and sit there again. I really wouldn't.
2: Would it, when you look at it like that, it'd be easy to just go and sit in a pub and watch it. And yeah. At least be able to make some noise.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, now you have to wear a mask on the busiest streets in Berlin. So, Kofusendam, um, anywhere where it's busy, Mitter, you have to wear a mask because it's a busy area. So, you have to wear a mask in the street, even though it's open, you know, out in the open. So... um. It's just that, that atmosphere is not something that I don't. It's not something that I think anybody wants to experience because it's like everything that you love about it has been taken away, but you're still being forced to watch it. So you're being possibly forced to watch something. The, but yeah,
3: mm, possibly awesome. with the vaccine, we might be back then next season.
1: I know. I read that news yeah, today.
2: I I hope so. I mean, I'm I'm my flight schedule for March. I can't. I think there's there's a game on while we're out there, but. I'm I'm hoping to still get to a game this season. Hoping um, anyway. Yeah.
1: It might not be full, but it'll be it fuller yeah. than it was. So um yeah. but the I mean it's strange. I the way that I have seen the way they've done the furlough being extended suggests that the lockdown will be longer than one month, but it was put up to March because that's the time that they expect to have the vaccine out. Mm-hmm. So they're expecting the vaccine to be available in the first quarter of next year, which is why they've only extended furlough up until March. It sort of covers that period. So it yeah. makes sense.
2: When you look at the news as well, and they say, you know, 90% success rate. Yes. It doesn't sound amazing when, when you hear it like that, but that's because you don't normally hear the success rate of most of the other yeah. the vaccines. aren't It's actually really, really high. Mm-hmm. yeah you know, it's, because it's, even
1: the flu vaccine's not that high is it
2: know, 70 80 something like that is it oh yeah really
1: so yeah because
2: 10
1: percent, 20 percent, it's never going to be a cure but it, it it allows the immune system to at least fight off the worst of the of the symptoms so yeah that's high that's really high
0: so let's right. uh let's just hang on hang on the positives as we as we we come to close the podcast. We're going to have a vaccine. Biden's yes. in charge. Yes, her to have, her to have, her to have turned the corner yes. and talk, uh, started to pick up points. And hopefully that can continue. And let's see if uh, we can collectively do an action conniper for Her to UK and uh, join our Hurtana brothers and sisters and, and support the local pubs that we frequent. So yeah. on that positive okay. note, I'm gonna wrap it up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um
0: so great to see you folks. Yeah. And you. I'll feed to see.
1: Always. <laughs> Cheers.
0: Cheers.
3: <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.